Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is Therese Skelly, and it's another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. And ooh, I'm excited for my guest today. We have a man from across the pond. That doesn't happen often here. And so today I'm super excited to introduce you to Colin Scotland. So Colin, tell us what you do and what you love about it. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here, first of all, Thank Therese. You. Delighted Thank to you. share the space with you. So I am a, a marketing coach. Mm-hmm. And I focus on marketing, of course, as a marketing coach. Yeah, but yeah. more important than marketing, it's the, the clarity that people who come to me lack and need either in their business mm. or in their, in their lives, their professional lives. Okay. And so I, I love to see that light be- behind people's eyes, Therese, mm. when they kind of go, oh, I can do that. Yeah. That, that can be for me, you know, and that realization, that light within them, that lights me up. So that's kind of yeah, the, cool. why, the why behind the why. Ideas. Nice. You know, I think, I think many of my, our listeners, our audiences are aware that you kind of are your business. You're, you can't take your business out of your life. And what I heard you talk about, this isn't just a capitalist thing for you. This isn't just, yeah, I can make a bunch of money selling these things. I'm hearing like, I can change people's lives. I can give them breakthroughs when they figure this marketing piece out. It's so it's business clarity, but it's also like internal clarity. Is that how you would say it? 100%. So <laughs> I did a, I did some, an exercise where somebody interviewed a number of my clients who'd had the greatest successes okay. working with me as their coach. Right. And when we look back over the transcripts, none of them talked about the marketing work that we did. They oh all talked God. about. I feel I, I have such clarity. Yeah. I have such focus. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a more confident business owner Ooh. as a result of the time with Colin. So it was mm-hmm. the marketing is kind of secondary. Making that's, right. money, that's, that's, right. that's way down the list, right? That's right? Yes, that happens, but it's way, way down the list. That's not, that's not why I do this. That's not why my clients kind of do right. this. You know? I love that. I love that. Well, I know you have quite a, kind of a journey story. <laughs> like you're doing really well now, right? And and yet you like why don't you share? You know, and I just want to acknowledge um, for men to come on my podcast. It's very rare because I seemingly have just more women guests, and I'm very selective of who I take on my show. And so, so for a man to come and get real and to be willing to share some vulnerabilities. I just think that it's just like, God bless you, right? I really am really happy that you're here. Thank you so much. I will try and share this story without breaking into tears. And you can break into <laughs> tears. You can break into tears and you can swear. Whatever, whatever end of the spectrum, oh, my friend, we're good. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. So um, my kind of journey in, into 
into marketing began when I was a young boy on the market stalls, stalls of Liverpool with my dad. And he would drag me out of bed in the dark in the middle of what felt like the middle of the night. We'd go and we'd put the stall together. That was how my dad made his living. That was how he put food on the table, you know? And I hated every moment of it because I was cold and I was wet and miserable. But I really, I really, like a light went on inside of me, like that whole, like how they would set the stall out, how they would line up the products and write the signs and get people interested to what they're selling. And then actually encourage them and convince them to, to buy it. Like, I genuinely was like, wow, that's a thing, you know? And I ended up, I ended up in a weird and wonderful way doing a master's degree in marketing and doing all of my hours studying marketing and marketing mm-hmm. communications. I was lecturing it. And then I, uh, I, one of my dissertations, I created an, an e-commerce business, you know, an okay. online shop. And we were like, ping, ping, ping. Orders wow. started coming through in this online yeah, shop. Yeah. My dad had graduated by then and he had a, he had a, a physical store. And so I was okay. sell, selling the products that he was had in his store. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it, it started to get busy. And uh, mm-hmm. we would have these, these I, would have, I would be packaging these boxes, putting them in the, in the foyer ready to be collected and delivered to people. And my dad would come in and fall over the boxes and... <laughs> Oh, the bloody internet. What a waste of time that is, you know? And, uh, Going, this is money, like, oh. Dad. We're selling. Yeah, I was, I was like devastated, you know? But um, <laughs> that business grew to like multiple millions in revenue. Wow. And it uh, just went crazy bananas over, over the course of five years. We were up to like four million pounds sterling in revenue. Mm. And it was just, it was a crazy journey. So all of my aspirations to be a, a college professor lecturer whatever that was going to look like just kind of went out of the window and i chased this business this opportunity that yeah. was in front of me you know it was it was it was exciting it was obviously it was it was like thrilling at the time absolutely we this, yeah we set this little this little pinger up on the site and we would like we would sit there you know on a sunday afternoon listening to it kind of go ping it it was great right um in 2013 that business went bust and i lost everything that i owned in the world so the the contrast from wow being exhilarated and excited and thrilled at this journey that i was on just kind of fell completely flat almost overnight it was over about six months but it just literally completely imploded and i lost literally everything that i own except for the shirt on my back right and um then it all changed for me this is when i mean i i i didn't want to talk about that for a couple of years at least mm-hmm. you know i was fright i was in- embarrassed to talk about it mm-hmm. i felt guilt and shame i felt like a complete failure mm-hmm. uh, you know here's oh how can i be a marketing expert when my business goes bust and i right. lose everything right? and you have a master's degree in it you're studying I, like yeah, you, you know right? I, used to, I, I was the lecturer in marketing i had a master's <laughs> degree in it and i knew you know i knew in and out and i'd oh. built this business i'd done so much great stuff and then yeah. that one thing made me feel like such a failure, like such a, such a waste of time. And mm. that little voice, you know, wow, mm-hmm. Colin, who do you think you are? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> who do you think you are? And so, I mean, in the aftermath of that, look, I, I look back on that now as one of the most blessed times of my life, even though it was perhaps the, one of the toughest, yeah. because in that, in that, I was able to go through the kind of refiner's fire, if you like, I had three part-time jobs to put food on the table. And I realized through that hardship that 
that wasn't for me. I wasn't doing the thing that I felt I should be doing. Yes, yes, I was earning great money and yeah. doing what to the outside world looked like amazing things. Mm -hmm. And I enjoyed the ride, you know, it was, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. But then when I reflected on it after the fact, I looked back and, you know, I wasn't the best father I could have been. Mm -hmm. I wasn't the best husband I could have been. Mm -hmm. I wasn't the best human being I could have been because I was working so many hours. Yeah. I was drinking too much with the stress, especially in the mm -hmm. final days of that business. And I just wasn't in a great place, you know? And, and mm -hmm. so when I look at how my life has turned around and how I get to pinch myself every day that I get to do yeah. what I do, then, then I realized, wow, I'm so glad that was taken away from me because I don't right. think I'd have had the strength to give it up. Right, right, absolutely. You know, in the in the moment, in the moment. So I floundered for a, a number of years, just literally hand to mouth, paying the bills, mm. doing different jobs. I was a marketing manager. I was uh, a tech in a school. I I've done martial arts for a number of years. I taught a martial arts class in a mm -hmm. school, mm -hmm. and. Uh, and you know, I'll, I'll never forget, there was this one day, Therese, I was teaching this martial arts class in the school, and it's the martial art of jiu-jitsu, where we pick okay. people up and we throw them down onto the floor, <laughs> it's, it's kind of fun. Yeah. That's my kind of pastime. And uh, this young boy, he wasn't getting it, and he was getting frustrated as hell. He was like, oh, like you could see the, his face going red, and he was like yeah. getting really, really mad at himself. And it's this move where you, you kind of grab hold of them and you lift them up and take them down to the floor. And I was like, come on. You need to move your left leg over there. Like, no, no, your other left leg. He's like really <laughs> frustrated because he just wasn't getting it. And after a after a load of effort, load of effort, load of effort, he did it. He lifted this lad up mm. and he threw him down onto the floor. And he came up from that throw with a look in his eyes that I'll never, ever forget. Yeah. His eyes were just like, <gasps> you know, his eyes lit up. And yeah. it, it changed something in me that day. I came out from that session. Just knowing that that those moments mm. were what I was here to to help people to kind of find and do, and I, I didn't know what it looked like. Yeah, I just knew that that was this. Whether I didn't know at the point time whether it was teaching, I didn't even yeah. think about coaching at the time. I just knew, oh wow, I can I can help other people to right. see that, right. and do that, and feel that. Oh wow, how would how amazing would that be? To be able to do wow. that every day, right? Mm. Oh, well, so it's it's kind of like I'm so good. Keep going. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's all it's all good. It's all good. Well, I was gonna it, say life just... gives you clues, right? Like like you didn't have yeah. to put form around it. Like here's here's how it's gonna look. It's just that feeling. I want that experience. And I think we get so into the well, what's the revenue plan? How are we gonna monetize it? What's it gonna look? But as opposed to ah, that more, please, right? Mm. Yep. Yeah. A one hundred percent, and it kind of, it kind of developed from that little mm -hmm. seed, that little mm -hmm. seed, and I, I chased those dynamic, interactive engagements, those conversations yeah. where I was able to see that light, because I was always trying to get to it and always trying to mm -hmm. find ways of of seeing that light of realization of yeah. of self worth, of self love, of I can do mm. this right, you know, and and I kind of thought. I only felt it mostly in conversation, in that dynamic interaction mm -hmm. between two souls, two human yes. beings. And uh, I kind of thought, well, wouldn't it be marvelous if all I got to do all day long was have yeah. conversations with yeah. amazing people 
and help them to find that light, find that, that yeah. spark in them. And that was the kind of genesis of, uh -huh. of, uh -huh. of my whole life today, right? Wow. Let me, wow, 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 wow. There's a lot to unpack here. So I want to take you back because um, I went through bankruptcy and I remember feeling so much shame, right? Like, like ugh, I was not raised to give up my house and not pay my bill. Like, like, and I think mm -hmm. men are more wired or, you know, your identity is who you are and what you make and what you do. And, and as a provider for a family, now you're not that. So how did you navigate the little voices that told you you weren't good enough or you, or, you know, like the shame voices, how did you get through that? Because we've all had the experience of failing or loss or disappointments, right? So, so what do you, what do you have for people around that? I'm not going to lie. It was, it was, and continues to be really hard. You know, yeah. I still get emotional thinking about how I was in that time in the aftermath yeah. because I mean, I, I'm, I'm 47. I don't feel like I connected with my, I didn't, I don't think I realized I had emotions until I hit 40. Right? Oh, okay. I, I'm like, I, I wasn't a, I wasn't a, a super spiritual guy. I wasn't yeah. a super like connected to my emotions guy. I was like, okay. you know, it was just, I was just doing business and yeah, being the in best your head. I could be. And right, yeah, sure. yeah. All in my head, not, yeah. not awake, mm. not, not conscious. Um, not in that, that seat of self to know what's going on in reality just literally caught up by it all. And it took that shock of it all being taken away wow. for me to go through a process of awakening, Therese. Uh -huh. And you know, I, I was just completely, completely ashamed and racked with like mm. guilt and fear of people calling me out or finding out. Yeah. So I was trying yeah. to, I was trying to be the marketing expert and talk to people in businesses that were still alive and not dead like mine, right? And saying, look, what you can do is you can do this. What you can do oh, is do God. that. And I'm putting a, fa I'm putting a face yes. on things yes, yes. like, like I, I can help. Yeah. But all, all the time inside that little voice, yeah. I still have that voice today, right? That little voice goes, says to me, Colin, who do you think you are? Yeah. Who do you think you are? Oh. And you know, and I feel it. I feel the butterflies in my stomach just saying it. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear you. You're just a scruffy market traders lad from Liverpool, you know? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's just breathe into that for a second. Hold on. Hold. So, so I love your being so real because today you have a successful business. You have everything you have, and yet you're demonstrating that they can walk together. You have the success and you still deal with the little voice. It doesn't ever go away. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and so what I would say is, can you love that? Can you love that? Because most, what happens for most people is we hear the little voice and we believe it, or we, we stop our progress or we give up our dreams because, oh, well, yeah, that's right. As opposed to, isn't that adorable? There's a little part of me that is like, oh, you're so cute, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so what do you use when that voice comes up? What do you do to like, you can't hit it with a baseball a, bat. So what do you do with it? Yeah, exactly. So I have a, a, a uh, a list of kind of inspirational quotes and things that, that keep me kind of anchored and grounded. Nice. And one of my favorite all-time quotes is a quote by Nietzsche. And it says that he who has a why to live can bear almost any how. Right. And so it reminds me of my purpose and the things that mm. matter most Ooh. to me. And so I, I, I always m intentionally anchor myself in the thing that I'm doing, the thing that I feel called to do, yeah. the, the purpose, 
And, and purpose is an interesting one, isn't it? Because it's not a singular thing. We don't have mm -hmm, a purpose. Mm -hmm. Yes, We yes, have yes. purposes, multiple, dependent upon our context, mm -hmm. our situation, our you know, immediate needs, the people around us, the people we impact on. It's such a multidimensional thing. But remaining anchored in that, that reason, mm, that light, yeah. reminding myself of that young boy yeah, on yeah. that jujitsu mat with that light. I, yeah. I, I feel Ooh. called to help yeah. bring that light to people. So, well, I don't yeah. bring it to them. I yeah, just show, I show it them inside exactly, of themselves. Exactly. I, I do nothing in the protest, right? Yeah. Um, but, but that's it, just that anchoring and grounding. Mm. And that is such so a great important. technique. No, that's so, because it's like when you tell a story, it's really visceral. I can feel that boy, I can feel you. And it reminds me of like, oh yeah, when was I lit up? And so Colin, this is such a tangible tool. So gang, if you're listening, What's the moment that you can go, oh, that's right, that's right. Because it, it really transcends all the mental chatter. It transcends the fear. It, for me, gets me out of bed and makes me willing to walk through the fire for that, right? And so I love that you just say, remind us to ground into that. I also want to go back. What I heard you say is, like, this breakdown that like losing all the things because it feels like before your purpose was external make money you mm -hmm. know maybe maybe prove i don't know if you had any proving energy a scruffy boy from liverpool hey i've got a master's degree right yeah well, i've got to do something i've got to do something yeah for sure that's right that's right and so so the so the thing was initially like an external accomplishment oriented and, and it was fun you know it was cool but the breakdown allowed you to like come home to yourself like like you said, I never would have had this level of consciousness or awareness. I just talk about that because I think I think people, when they're in the middle of it, it feels like you're going to die. It feels like life is hell. Poor you. Why did this happen? As opposed to now you come back and say, thank God for that. That was the best thing that ever happened to me. Right? So mm. talk about that piece because I think people fight and resist struggles in their life when they could be mining them for gifts. Oh, I love that. Mining them for gifts. How beautiful. <laughs> How beautiful. And that reminds me of another of my favorite quotes. Yeah, yeah. Marcus, Marcus Aurelius, the impediment to action advances action. The obstacle, therefore, is the way. So when we Ooh. feel... When, so wait, say know, that again. Feel, so hold on, hold on. Slow that again. Say that again, because yeah, yeah. that's really deep. So, so the, the impediment to action advances action. Mm -hmm. The obstacle, therefore, is the way. So, nice. you know... That groundedness and that reason for being connects me always to, okay, there's, there's resistance there. There's that little voice. I see you. I see what you're trying to do. I know what you're trying to do. I can see it, yeah, right? Yeah. But look, I, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this and I'm not doing this for that person that needs to hear the message. I'm doing it for the people that they then have conversations with. Beautiful. I'm doing it for that. And so that, uh, that, it's that combination of things that allows you to take that step regardless yeah. Yeah. and, and realizing that if something comes up and you have that little voice or voices or whatever it is, then that's a surefire, a surefire signal that there's work to do. Mm -hmm. There's work for you to do, right? Yes. And, and, and if you can, if you can look at it as, as positive work that is going to make a, an, it's going to grow you as a human being. Yes, yes. It's going to change things for the better if only you can accept it and allow it to do that. Good, bad, they're just things. They're neither good nor bad. They're just things. They're just states of being. 
and the way that we interpret them is the thing that adds all of that negative baggage, isn't it? You're so wise. I'm just having so much fun in this conversation <laughs> because because what I'm hearing is I hear objections. Not not you know not that we're having a sales conversation, but I hear what people. It's like, but I already worked on it. Why does it come again? And I say, I say, do you have a pulse? There we go. Mm. <laughs> as long mm. as you have a pulse, you get to do your work. And I love that you frame it. It's not like, oh shit, you got to get through it. You got to grind through it. It's like, it's neither good nor bad. It's work and you get to work on it. So mm. how did you go from scruffy kid in Liverpool, you know, um, to a person that is so, how do I say this? So has such a growth mindset is so willing just to take stuff on and just to like, okay, okay. Cause it doesn't sound like that was you the first 40 years. So no, what did you do to cultivate that? And were there any times when people looked at you like, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Good God, you're not the man that left here. Right? Like, yeah. So, so that, that moment on that, on, in that jujitsu class, yeah, yeah. all of those years ago, that sparked not just a change in direction for me, but it sparked a change in who I am. Yeah, and so it, it yeah. basically was the catalyst for me really opening my, the, the kind of spiritual doors and the, mm -hmm. the, the awakening of, of who I am and why I'm here. And yeah. all of these questions just kind of came into focus. Yeah. And I literally went on a, a journey and I'm still on that journey. Mm -hmm. I'm no, you know, I, I'm, I'm no, by no means uh, complete in any stretch. I say to all of my clients, look, I, like you, I'm a work in progress. Mm -hmm. And so, but it, that catalyst began that process. And, mm. you know, within, within about six months, people around me would kind of go, you're different. Mm. You don't seem like the same person. Yeah. And it was simply because I, you know, discovered the practice of meditation uh -huh. and journaling. And I was literally reading all of the books that I could around, yeah. around awakening spirituality and, you know, mm. uh, all of these, all of these things that just literally took me down a, a number of pathways to that place of, of mm. witness consciousness, as Michael Singer calls it. Mm. That's a beautiful story. So did people in your life embrace that or was there any pushback? Uh, a bit of both, yes. to be fair, yes. a bit of both. Yeah. There mm -hmm. was, a, there was, there was, um, kind of rifts in the family. Mm. Um, there was, there was quite a lot of, of uh, ups and downs. It wasn't, it wasn't plain sailing because we're creatures of habit, you know, exactly. I mean, when things exactly. completely change, like, it can change everything. Right? It, it, yeah. it literally pulls the rug from under what we know to be, or what we understand to be the way of things, right? This is how mm -hmm. we do things around here. Mm -hmm. And when that changes entirely, it's like, you know, I, I uh, you know, I, I would be embarrassed a little bit about my meditation practice. And my yeah. kids would come in and they'd laugh at me and go, what are you doing, dad? You know, that's like <laughs> silly. But, and, 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 and now it's like, it's just who I am. It's yeah. who I am. It's what yeah. I do. It's like, it's part of me. It, it's no longer this thing that I'm practicing and doing. It's just, mm -hmm. it's now who I am. And it's the mm. thing that's completely different. But at the time when you're doing something that's different, it yes. just feels like alien, doesn't it? it yes, alien. absolutely. And I think people around you, you know, there's a, there's a concept called external guardians. And then the, the, the idea is like, well, I liked you better before. 
It's like, you know, you used to be way more fun when you were drinking, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Not that's your case, but, but sometimes people in our lives like us how we, because they know how to relate to us and, and our relationships are based on those dynamics. So it takes courage. And sometimes people go away and sometimes people get uncomfortable. But what I'm hearing is that you have an unwavering commitment to your purpose and your self-growth. Mm, definitely, definitely, definitely. And I think it's, it's something that we always too often, and I, I'm guilty of this, we overlook the greatest gift that we've got. And that is this, this body that we inhabit yeah. and this gift that of, of breathing in and breathing out mm-hmm. every minute of every day. And we, we take that for granted and we don't, we don't love or cherish that enough. I don't think, Therese. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's often that. Well, in fact, I'll go further. It's yeah. always that that uh-huh. stops us from achieving that thing that we're hoping to achieve. It's always us getting out in our own way. Mm-hmm. If I listen to that voice, Colin, who do you think you are? I wouldn't be on this podcast talking to you. Right. I'd be too, fr- I'd be too frightened. Like, oh, no, what have, I, what have I got to say? It's right. Nobody wants to listen to me. Whoa. Yeah, yeah right. You know? so, so, so it's just so, so important that we we make that commitment to ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to ourselves. So I would imagine working with you is a little different than working with other marketing mentors. And because uh, you're not a guru, you don't have the vibe of guru and you're not about ego. And, uh, and so what, what surprises your clients when they, when they sign up with you? And what, like, because you talked about, they don't even say the word marketing, they talk about clarity and confidence, but but what else, what else do they get? Because, and, and, I, and I just want to really punctuate this because I feel like in our industry, it's easy to live an external world. Like, oh, here's my stats and here's my you know, followers. And here's, but I get the sense, Colin, that you bring your whole being. When somebody gets to sign up with you, they don't just get your marketing wisdom. They get your presence and your love. I'm guessing you love them and surround them with, your stuff. Am I right? 100%. And look, yeah. the, the, the marketing, the numbers and all of the metrics yeah. and all of that stuff, I could do that stuff in my sleep, right? That's yeah. where I did my 10,000 hours. So, mm-hmm. so of course we can do all of that. But the, the thing that makes all of the difference, the thing that makes all of the difference for every one of us is not the mechanical pieces. It's not the marketing it's, or mm. whatever it is that you do. It's none of that stuff. It's how you show up. So how you show up makes yes. all of the yes. difference. If you show up and you're like, oh, no, I've got to do this again and I've got to do this. And, oh, what are we talking about today? Right. And, you know, we're like this all kind of and it feels like a drudge. It feels like work. Well, everybody, people feel that. People mm-hmm. sense that. People know mm-hmm. that. If you show up and you're like a little, I'm like a little child, right? My clients laugh at me because I'm like, I'm so excitable. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is such fun. Yeah. And uh, but if you show up like that, People feel it. People yeah. feel they connect uh, how to that. Show. Yeah. yeah, and they connect. And so, so your goal, your mission isn't to be a better marketer. Your mission is to be a better human being Woo! and to show up in the best version of yourself. That's all anybody expects of you. If you can do that, guess what? Your business is going to explode because mm-hmm. people get you. People feel you. People know that you're there for the right reasons, not the wrong ones. And, and so mm. that really is the thing that, that makes all of the difference. I don't make that difference. 
I, I have no part in that making that difference for my clients. They make all of that difference for right. themselves when they right. realize that, you know? And that's the thing. They come to me and they say, Colin, I hate marketing. I hate sales. I'm not a marketer. I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to do any of this stuff. I'm, I'm rubbish at it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hang on. Hang on. Let's go back right there. And then, and then when they, when they realize that actually without realizing it, they are the best marketers in the world when that's they crazy. realize what we've just spoken about. Yeah. And then we look back retrospectively at how they've like, you know, increase their business and achieve the things that they wanted to achieve. And it's like, yeah. see, you said you were a marketer. Right? We haven't changed right. anything. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, some of my clients like will go through some stuff because I work with mindset and energy and the inner game stuff, you know, and, and they'll be like, oh God, I haven't worked on my business. And I'm like, yeah, you have because you've been working on yourself. But I feel like we have this, no, working on my business means I have to pick up the phone and do that. No, 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 no. The most important work is the self-work. And that's what I heard you say, basically, is you yes, work on you, definitely. you be you, you show up more purely as you. And I think, well, let's talk about this, because I think a lot of, I know when I first started, I, I wore a black suit and I, and I put on the role because I felt like such a fraud. I didn't, I, I'm like, who mm. the hell? Am I? I was just a therapist. I don't belong here, right? And so I feel like we have a lot of this, I'm not enough because, or I'm not enough until. So we either show up with a false persona or one that's like, oh, that'll sell. Or, you know, my latest, greatest marketing guru use those words and that, oh yeah, okay, I'll be that. We've all fall, fell for that. So mm -hmm. how do you help people that are afraid of just, what if I tell them about this? Or what if I show this? Or like, like getting like, like getting real, like the visibility for who they really are instead of just posting memes on, on a platform. So this is the work, right? It's this not easy. Work. It's yeah. not easy. Yeah, yeah. But th this is the this is the impediment to action, advancing action in action, because in order to get past and through that, you've got to you've got to embrace it. You've got yes, to deal yes. with it. You've got mm -hmm. to do it. Yeah. And of course, there are habits and routines and tactics and things that you can do to to start the process. You know. Yeah. Um, but ultimately. You've got to, you've got to do it. You've got to want to do it. So you have to connect mm -hmm. to that desire in the mm -hmm. first place, mm -hmm. but then you've got to do the work. There's no escape in doing the work. I can't do the work for them. You can't yeah, do the work. Right, it's right. down to the individual. They have to do the work. Mm. And so with that, it's, there's, there's no easy way through, but actually it's a strange thing to raise, right? When we, we, we see these things as a, as a brick wall in front of us. Okay. And when we realize the reason that we're, we're, we're taking these steps, the reason that we're trying to make this progress, mm -hmm. we kind of push on the wall and it's not even there. <laughs> not even there. It's not even there. It's, 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 it's crazy bananas, right? So mm -hmm. I love that quote in um, Helen Schumann's A Course in Miracles where she talks about fear. And fear is simply the absence of love. Mm. So that sense of, of, of darkness and light, there mm -hmm. is no such thing as darkness. Mm -hmm. Darkness is just the absence of light. So a room may be dark and we turn the light on. Where does the darkness go? It doesn't exactly. go anywhere. It was right. never there. The light shines into the room yeah. and the darkness runs from it. The same is mm. true with these fears and these things holding us back and these things that we, we feel like we've got to do or try to do or pretend to be. All of that nonsense and all of mm -hmm. that stuff that's hold, that's actually holding us back. 
That's the thing that's stopping us from achieving our greatness. And so when we appreciate that, it actually doesn't exist. It's like that wall. It's just, it feels very real, but it's not really there. We just need to bring love and light into the situation and it disappears. It runs away. It doesn't even exist. You are speaking my language, my friend. Oh my gosh, (laughs) this is so deep. We could go on for days. But let me ask you, is there anything, so just going to kind of go inside, and is there anything that either I haven't asked or anything you want to share, any bits of wisdom? Because that was a massive wisdom bomb just there. But is there anything mm. else you want to, you want the people to listen to or know or to remember? So I think, I think just one, one, one little thing, and it's, it's something that I hold with me. You can tell I've, I have this list of quotes that yeah, I yeah. go through every day, right? Because they, they literally, <laughs> I, they light they're you my up. anchors. Yeah, they light me up. And it's a beautiful quote from Napoleon Hill in Mm. his book, Outwitting the Devil. And in that book, he talks about in every failure carries with it the seed of an equivalent success. Mm. So if we think about that ball of failure, that that ball of horribleness that I had when my business went went bust, and, and within that is the seed of such greatness, such amazing amazing potential, amazing love and abundance beyond measure within that thing that looks dark and bleak and horrible to you. So, so remember in those dark things that, that we're all faced with every single day, mm-hmm. whether it's a voice or something big, mm-hmm. that is the opportunity for infinite abundance. Mm. Mic drop. You are a magnificent <laughs> human. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So um, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to sign up for all your things to get more of you. But if folks want to, you know, visit your website or, or get some freebies or work with you, where do they go? Super simple. Everything, all, all of the stuff in my world, all of the stuff around what we've talked about today, it's all there on colinscotland.com. Very easy. ColinScotland.com. Don't you love that name? Colin Scotland. <laughs> you seriously, this 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 show has has been a light to me today. I really, really appreciate your your brilliance and your wisdom. And I'm glad our paths have connected and I hope it's not the last time. So thank you for your beautiful soul showing up for us today, Colin. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute privilege. Thank you. Thank you. And if you're listening, you know, reach out. Let us know. Let me all my contact information. Let, let me know what you, what you get, what you're taking away. I love the seeds of everything is in the struggle. But, and I chopped up the, the, the quote, but <laughs> so, so Colin, maybe you can, here's what I'm going to ask. Maybe you can give us those three quotes you had and I'll put them on the show notes in case people want to reference them. So if that would be okay for you. All right. Have a great rest of your day and thank you for listening. Peace and blessings. Thank Bye you. now. Hey, this is Teresa, and I'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place, if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. 
And I'll be honest with you, we'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings. Bye.